Welcome to another episode of Tech Minds. Actually, episode 33, lucky number 33. Three is my lucky number, so we're doing it twice today. <laughs> I'm your host for tonight, Colin Gallagher, and I am joined by the fantastic and looks like newly blonde or refreshed blonde Scott Delandy. Yay, <laughs> uh, yes. And Melissa Gurney Green, who's going on the, in a darker direction. Yes, much darker, much darker. Yeah. We're going very dark today. Yeah. Um, thanks all for joining us. Um, and actually, I was going to share, I was looking at our stats, by the way, so remind me, I'm going to talk about some of our stats at some point during the call, too, because I, I, I was really impressed with what mm, we've been doing. Really? Like a little, little show. Ooh, um, a little so we're, tease. We're, Excellent. Yeah, thank you. We wouldn't, wouldn't have been doing this without you guys, so we really appreciate it. But, so for episode 33, we are talking about travel technology, and we're taking a journey to Italy to do Italian wines, because we haven't really done any Italian wines, I don't think, so that was sort of what we were thinking of. Um, I don't think we've hit any. Um, I, we, even did, we didn't even do a Tuscan at all. Um, but so anyhow, so we'll, as usual, let's start with the wine. Um, Yay. Scott, you're going to go? So you've been drinking the longest, so you go. So no, actually, no. I, just, I was running a little bit behind today. So this is uh, I just cracked this open, and I'm uh, still on my, uh, my first glass. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, in, in, in your and Melissa's honor, I figured I would irritate both of you. So I went with a white wine, and I did a Pinot Grigio, and I did the good old reliable santa margarita because you can't go wrong with the santa margarita it's a you know 18 19 dollar bottle depending on where you buy it from but it's a clean crisp reminds me of summer reminds me actually of uh of hanging out on the beach up uh, up in maine and uh and sitting out there and having uh cold uh, you know cold white wine uh on a on a nice summer day now a nice summer day up in maine does not mean like a summer day on a beach like normal beaches where you'd be in like the 70s or 80s usually when you're in august and it's uh, a warm summer day up on the uh the coast of maine you're looking maybe 65 degrees so uh so you always it's definitely sweatshirt weather and having a uh, a glass of wine and just you know chilling out and listening to the uh, to the wind uh, is always a great thing. So um, I did that, and I, I tease Colin um, and Melissa because I know um, they're not fans of the uh, the Pinot Grigio. They are definitely more towards the red. Um, but I figured I would, you know, be the contrarian on tonight's episode. So that's why I went with. And it's your old standby. It's, that's it is the wine <laughs> Scott drinks all the that's, time. This is, yeah, let's let's throw that fire right back. <laughs> this is this is my Bud okay, Light. Okay, Mr. Yes. Predictable. Yeah, this is my Bud Light. Okay. <laughs> Plus, I had it in inventory, so I figured, why not, right? So Mm -hmm. keep it simple. And Melissa, what are you drinking? I went with something new to me. This one's Lucente. It's a Tuscan Mm -hmm. blend. Mm -hmm. It's very wonderful. It's a mix of Merlot and Sangiovese. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a little heavy on the oak, Mm -hmm. but but I love it and will definitely um, do it again. Yeah, I've, I'm a big fan of those Tuscan blends. Um, that or the Subin Tuscan, where they take Sangiovese or they take uh, Chianti and, and blend it with, um, oh, okay, and they blend it with the French grapes. I think it really balances it out well. I think those are like, the, you, you often see them in, in the store and labeled as Super Tuscans elsewhere. Yes. Yep. Uh, those are, I think, I think that's a perfect blend. Yeah. Um, I went with a, a wine because I wanted to talk about it, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't pick it. I, uh, I, I was thinking Italian. And, uh, I went because I was actually talking to a friend of mine about this recently, and I wanted to try it. But uh, I bought a bottle and didn't buy one for him. Um, so uh, <laughs> uh, we'll have to get another one. This is a Barolo. 
um, which is which is um, Barolo is a region, mm-hmm. so it's um, in in Piedmont, um, um, in the northern Italy at the foot of the the Alps, um, and which would Piedmont foot of the mountains, um, <laughs> um, but um, but it is made from the Nebbiolo grape, and this is my preferred like. This is my preferred light. It's a light, it's a thin-skinned, lighter red grape. This is what I prefer to Pinot generally, um, a Barolo. Uh, it's because it's got a little more bite, more tannins, a little bit more acid, but it's still not super heavy, like you know, like a, 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 a you know stronger red, a heavier red. Um, so I'm a big fan of Nebbiolo. Nebbiolo means foggy, interesting name, but I'm a big fan of the Barolo. Um, it comes from a village in in Piedmont near Alba. Um, biked through that with Doug Hartley one year, Scott Delaney. Ah, uh, yes, I yes, remember yes, Doug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that, that, and that's how I got introduced to it, and I've been a big fan ever since then. Um, and um, and and I like it. It's, it's sort of my go-to, you know, lighter red. If you want, as you can see, and this one's actually really well aged. As you can see, you know, there's not a lot of red left in it. It's sort of more on the browner side. So I'm um, I'm impressed with it. It's been sitting here. This is a what year is it? Um, it's got to be at least it's a 2012 so like that that's hence there's no red and it's more brown um, so did you did you have that in inventory or did you go out and get that for uh for i us? had this in inventory i had this in inventory okay yeah. um, i was going to get one anyway but i looked and i had one last one from my italy trip in inventory so i'm drinking tonight i think this may be the bottle that i carried in my bike um, <laughs> on that um, was that the the faithful day of the the bike? No, no, that oh. that was that was oh. the, the crash was in France. So this was so. The, oh, okay, all right. So so Piedmont. The story about Piedmont was um, went on this bike trip, and I had done a bike a bike trip in in um, in, um Bordeaux the year before and loved it. And hey, it's you know you're biking and you're stopping and having food and great French great French food and great French wine every day for six days. So I was like, oh, let's do that in Italy the next year. Um, so we did that and I booked it and, um, it was a great trip. It was 20 of us. We sort of broke up into different groups in France, went to Italy, same exact time of year, only five people on the trip. (laughs) Really? Yes. Us, Doug, and then this couple from the UK. Um, but it was great because what I forgot to look at is it was the same distance per day. It was like 40 miles of biking per day. Uh, I forgot to look at the amount of elevation per day. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was and it was um, for every mile you biked, you did a hundred feet of elevation, <laughs> or something something insane like that. So it was it was a lot of up and down. Um, it was beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful, but it was it was um, it was tough. But it, so we stopped in one of these villages at the bottom of of one of these hills, and we sampled some really great wine. Um, they had a enoteca, like a which is like a, a wine library where you can go in and taste the things from all the, the surrounding vineyards, and bought two bottles and put them in my pack, and then had to climb back up the hill with two bottles of wine in my pack. And so that was a, a mess. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it's a it's a worthwhile sacrifice. So I have yeah. I have a I have a couple questions. So mm-hmm. so how much bike riding did you do? So when you 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 hear hey it's a bike ride thing and then we're gonna go drink wine. I just have this. You know this this image of you know having to do like nine hours a day of biking and it's just this like physically demanding and you know you need to be in training and you need to be in shape but i'm I'm getting the sense that because you've got wine and you're eating and you know and having fun right enjoying yourself i would say that yeah a you have to be in shape but b you don't have to be you know, an, an, an athlete that's been training for a triathlon for the last six months in order to do something like this 
No, um, you don't. I mean, so generally the way these work is at least the ones I've done are through a company called Backroads, which is sort of the premier one of, of them, but there, but there are other companies who do them. They have options for each day. So you get up in the morning and you sort of have to do 20 miles minimum, the minimum routes. I mean, you can stop anywhere. Like there was, there was a woman who, who decided to stop one day and, and she got sh shuttled to the end, but you do 20 miles. And that's usually the, in, in Italy, it was a coffee stop. We stopped at, you know, someplace for coffee yeah. <laughs> at, yeah, and, at 10 a.m., and... you know, had a, had a, had an espresso, had a, had a cafe normale, an espresso, um, you know, sat in the little town square, you know, had some biscotti and then went and did another 20 miles. And 20 um, miles is totally doable because 20 yeah. miles is an hour and a half. If you're like yeah. really focused and but if you're going to take your time two not, three hours yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah 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 um and so you know so we did that um and you know and so then and then there's generally on most days there's a challenge route so you end you so you'll do you'll do another 20 miles to lunch you'll have lunch someplace um and then they also generally book at least with back roads they book a cultural event every day so um you know you I'm trying to think what we did in Italy um, for the cultural events. Uh, like I said, we went to Inateca one time. Um, but in, in France, like we went to um, um, Roman ruins one day. We went to a, a, a cave in in the in the hills where they had Neolithic um, um, cave painting. You know, so you took an hour and did that during the day. So I always break up the day with something like that, something cultural. You know, where you you you're basically a bit of a tourist during that point. Um, uh, and there's a van that follows you. So if something happens, you know, they can shuttle you or you can, you know, get help with fixing a flat, et cetera. And then a lot of times they have a, a, a challenge route at the end of the day. So it's another 10 or to 20 miles, usually the hardest of the day. Um, and then you end up back at, at the, at the hotel, um, or, or at a hotel. So the way we did it, I think both trips were rough and tough the same. Um, first day is a, a out, you know, they, they, you meet in some city, they bust, bust you outside the city, get away from the traffic, you get on your bikes and you go. You end up at the first hotel. Um, oh yeah, no. So yeah, yeah, slightly different, but but anyway. Then some days, like two days, you'll do you'll do a loop back to the same hotel, right? And then and then you'll transition to another hotel on the third day, or or in, in Italy it was reverse. It was it was direct direct and then loop loop, um, um, and and so and then like the last two days you'll do another um, you'll do another loop around there and then they'll you'll do a half day biking someplace to pick up the, to drop off the bikes and then you know they'll they'll bus you back to the city um, so you no you don't have to be in shape um, you can go at any speed you want um, they aren't generally you know there's some super riders and stuff that want to go but um, you know I think except you know actually the the smaller trip I I think I've told the story where we were we were sitting down at dinner the first night and um, Rick was thinking that he would, he would hang. Cause in the previous trip, he's like, he would hang, you know, for what it was worth, the weaker wider riders tended to be the women in the couples. You know, there was a, a guy who was, who was aggressive and a, and a woman who just wanted to take it easy. Um, and so Rick was like, I'll just hang with her. And then she's talking about her, her, her ride. And, and she's talking about how she's done all right. three ascents of Mont Ventoux, which is the, the steepest climb in the Tour de France. Like Rick, I'm not keeping up with her. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, so the, you don't know, these are, they're fun. I, I need to do one again. I was actually looking at one again. I, I really didn't want to do one again because they're, they're a good time. You, you know, you bond with people cause you're, you know, you're sitting on a bike for, you know, you know, six hours a day talking to them, you're having lunch and dinner and meals together. And the food is fantastic. Um, you know, it's, it's great wine. Uh, I think on the, the France one, there were two Michelin star restaurants, um, wow. and one, and one on the Italy one. And I've never eaten so well in my entire life. Yeah. And again, and you, you can justify it cause you're going to burn it off the next day, you know, air quotes, right? Yeah. 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 Well, if you, if you set that up, then I know I've said this in the past that I was yeah. interested. You almost came to the Piedmont one. Yeah. You, you I... invited the Piedmont. Yeah. 
I yes, I almost I well, I almost did that one. Quite honestly, I was a little afraid because um, I was worried about, you know, just the um, the physical piece of that and being able to keep up. And just I was like, so that was a concern. But now, mm-hmm. you know, I don't care. Everything hurts. And it's always going to hurt. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not worried about that piece of it. But um, but I'm available and free. So, yes, we can, I can <laughs> I can definitely, yeah. you know, carve a week or two or a yeah. month or a yeah. year or whatever and go bike around France, Italy, Spain, yeah. you name it. Passport in hand. I am uh, I am likely there. So it'll be um, especially especially now just, you know, clawing to get out of the house and yeah. and, and, and do something. So, um, yeah. So cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, I'm, but I'm really liking this. I really like it. Like it's it's light. It's it's not fruity. Mm. I wonder if we can get it here. I assume so. You you can you can get you can get Barolo here. You got You got to look for it. Um, um, or you can or you can get Nebbiolo, which is the, the, the you know Nebbiolo, which is from other places in. But Nebbiolo is also pretty limited Piedmont as well, but not not from this particular. Area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have it. Right. I have it written down. Oh, what was the price point on that, Colin? Do you remember? Um, I know you question. bought it. You bought it locally and you brought it over. So is that is that a you know. A twelve dollar bottle, a twenty dollar bottle, probably about a twenty dollar bottle. Twenty dollars, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that's yeah, sort of the, like the other. One, by the way, the other one that you can you can get here. I've seen a lot more. By the way, is so there are two bees in Piedmont, right? There's the Barolo, um, and then there's the Barbaresco, which is another type of another town that's also um, used Nebbiolo. Nebbiolo grows there because the um, because of the hills and everything, and the fog sits in there. So yeah, you can if you can you can find Barbaresco as well, which is a slightly different style, but made from the same grape. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Cool. Yep. Did you have any cool technology with you? Um, I did, I did, I did. But you guys are going to go first. <laughs> okay. Scott, go ahead. No, let's let Melissa go ahead because I want to. I'm interested to see what she comes up with. Okay, first and foremost for traveling for me are actually the earbuds that I use for the podcast. So the Shure SE215s are uh, are my thing. And the reason I suggest them, and they're not the only earphones you can take with you when you travel because they are sound isolating. So what that means is when I put these in my ear, all I can hear is what I'm plugged into, nice. quite literally. So if I'm going running, it's it's a safety issue, but... When I get on that airplane and I don't want to hear anybody around me and I want to tap into my true introvert self, um, <laughs> I put in these earphones and the person next to me could be yelling for all, for all I care. And wow. it, they're just wonderful. So they also don't require battery, which is a huge plus on international. So I, I love them very much. So those those are those wired headphones? Is that they what you're saying? They are wired headphones. Okay. They do sell uh, Bluetooth versions. I just haven't tried them. Yeah, uh, well, because you brought it up, one of the things that I have on my list is uh, is a wired headset or wired uh, earbuds. Just because you know, to your point, if you're going to be you know traveling, if you're going to be on a flight, or you're going to be whatever, you forget to charge them. You know, when you need you know a, mm-hmm. um, a set of headphones, it's always good to have a, a wired set. So I. I have it. It's in my uh, it's in my my bag, my computer bag that has all my my other valuable uh, stuff on it. But I think the thing that that happens, especially when you travel a lot, it's not it's not the things that you bring with you. It's knowing the things that you don't need to bring with you because you know you're not going to need them, and it's just going to be extra weight. And it's like, well, why you know why am I going to carry this stuff around? 
knowing full well that you know you know i don't i don't need 27 chargers i don't need you know all these other doodads and, and things that i may think that oh yeah I, you yep. know there's, a, there's an off chance that i might need to have a, a you know a, a usb connected light that i can plug into my laptop if i want to type something in the middle of the night and it's like no i'm never going to use this thing so i i leave and by the way that was a trade show gift i have a, like a whole box of them but I, I used to carry like three of them around with me and it'd be like oh maybe i'll need a light someday and it's like okay i i, I don't need these so i um so i don't do that but yeah that was one of the things i had on my list was the um uh the the the, the need for a wired headset and then the other so, thing I had... but can i ask you a question about that Sure. Um, on the the so do you is it a, like do you do are you guys Bose people? Are either you Bose people? Yes. Yes. So do you I'm have 100% the Bose? Bose. Do, you, do you have the Bose wireless? I have both. I have both. So we've talked about this. I have the Bose, um, the buds that don't have wires. Yeah. yeah. So the there's no wire sport. that connects them. Yeah. The sound yeah. sport, and then I have the ones that actually have the wire, and I, and the one that I use day in and day out is the one that I have that's the wire because at some point in time I want to unplug the earbuds from my ears and I want to just hang them yeah. off of the cord so that they hang around my neck and I don't have to worry about putting them in the container or the, the, uh, the carrying case or putting them yeah. in my pocket. So those are kind of my, my go-to is to um, um, have the, the one that has the single wire, but I, I bring the wireless ones with me mainly as a backup. So if for some reason something doesn't charge or if I lose something or whatever, because they're so small, there's no weight to them. So I just kind of, I kind of throw those in. To answer your question, neither of us have the Bose over the ear. Yeah, that's what I I use the Bose over the ears wireless, as you can see that I'm wearing right now. Yeah. And they, and they have a little wired port in them. And so sort of that's what I do is I just keep that cable with me. And so I, as I travel, these like this. And so if I need to plug in, I can do it that way. And I think, well, the reason I was asking is I think they charge through that cable too. And those are no noise canceling. Noise cancel, I guess. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. different from sound isolating. Correct. Yes, yes, yes. It's not. It's not. Yeah, it's one step down. But you know, it's still really yeah. good. Most yeah, of the time. Yeah, it's really good. And they're great for planes and stuff. It's not. You know, it's, it's yeah. for watching a movie in a plane or music, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but um, but these. Um, um, but yeah. So I said, I well, the real question I want to know is maybe someone out there in 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 in, in the etherland can answer the question: Is do they actually charge? I could I'll probably Google it too, really. If I, but I was, but I, I think they charge because I've I've, I've, been, I've worn them, I've hung them on the plane, and like for long flights, and they don't drain anything, or you know, they still have full wow. charge when I go to so, so at least or maybe they float the battery on it, maybe not the charge, but it's enough to yeah. So that was interesting. Um, that is cool. That is cool. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, yeah. So my my answer to your is I don't keep a separate pair. I just have these, which has an optional cable if I really want to plug it in and do that. Yeah. Do you do you run or bike in those? No. <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah, that's why I have two because. Well, I use, know, Airpo- I use the your... Airpo- I use the AirPods for those. Yeah. I, yeah. I use the AirPods for walking in the airport and everything else. Yeah. 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 Same. Yeah. And, and Melissa, your travel tech tip number one. Uh, that was my number one. Oh, yeah, so, I'm happy yeah. to share oh. my number two. Oh, no, no, I'll share I my number one. <laughs> I'll share my number one. Yeah, I'll share my number one. And this is sort of a more recent one. I don't know why people don't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one of those anchor um, small USB hub things, right? They're chargers. It's, it's, mm-hmm. It has one, you know, standard wall plug that comes out of it. And then it has four or five USB ports in it. Um, yep. You know, so B and now or A and now C is what they have made with C now. The best purchase I have ever gotten. Yes, that was my number two. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It, you, you, I, I no longer have to travel with every freaking dongle for every single device that I have. It's that. 
you know, a, a set of a set of USB cables. They wrap up. They go compact. It fits in a little case. It's it's for folks who don't know. It's this, it's smaller than the size of an iPhone. Um, um, it's um, it's just you know it's it's it's, it's the size of a of a, a deck of playing cards basically. Um, yeah. So it's it's small. It fits in, and it takes and it's 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 large enough so you don't lose it. You can easily find it. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah. 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 Someone I know actually traveled with a giant thing that plugs into the wall. Like it's literally like the size of a softball, you know, when you, everything's plugged into it. Like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a multi-prong, you know, uh, standard power plug, but then they have all of their USB, you know, converters from power to USB plugged in there. And it's like, it's insane. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, again, it's the, the, the secret is, is when you do this long enough, right? Uh, so I remember my last, big trip before this whole thing happened is I went to, uh, I did an EMEA trip and we did uh, five countries in, it was a total of 15 days and I did everything with uh, one carry-on bag and my backpack because the last thing I wanted to do was to be lugging around a whole ton of stuff with a big bag and having to check it and everything. So like, and when you get to the point where you're gone, like every week or every other week, the thing that's that's interesting is the time it takes to pack. Like I could pack. I think it took me for that that fifteen day trip to like really like pack everything. It's probably twenty minutes, just because you know what you need, you know what you don't need, you know the clothes that you're gonna bring, and and you know the the and and again, it's not like I didn't. I wore the same stuff for fifteen days. You have to go to you know do mm-hmm. laundry and things like that. So the hotel you have to use the service. Um, Matter of fact, I swear to God, I was just looking in my closet and I have a couple of shirts that are hanging there that have that were the last time that they were dry cleaned was at I was probably like the hotel in London from like the last couple of days of the trip. I still have those shirts hanging in my closet Mm -hmm. and I haven't worn them because I hadn't had a need to actually put, you know, a a nice clean, you know, business type of a type of a shirt on. So, um so it's uh it's interesting. The 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 thing that I had um um on the uh the technology side. So I I had a couple of things. So one of them is and I discovered it and I I don't I haven't used it yet, but it's definitely something that I'm going to get when I go back hopefully on the road again is a um is a humidifier, right? A little travel humidifier mm-hmm. because they have these so they so I've seen the ones in the past where it's like this this brick thing so it takes up space. And you have to buy a water bottle and you basically take the water bottle, you turn it upside down, you screw it into it. So it has like this gravity feed and it, you know, and it's a humidifier and they're probably like, I don't know, 40, 50 bucks. But the ones that I've been seeing, and I don't know why they get shown to me, but the ones that I see is basically something that looks like a, like a meat thermometer. Like it's thin. Mm -hmm. um, It has a, like a little top on top of it. And it's a USB powered device. Is that the, the one way, that goes into a um, a water bottle? Water bottle, or, or bucket, water source, yeah. uh, any any sort of water source, you stick it in, and it'll you know blow out a uh, mm-hmm. a mist of uh, of of, um, of of water, which is mm-hmm. you know because especially like in in hotels, like that's one of my biggest like I can't sleep like if I'm in a room and it is like dry like Vegas. And and I've done the thing where, you know, you go to Vegas, the first thing you do is when you're checking in, you say you need a humidifier. And they're like, yeah, sure. And they'll bring you up a humidifier. And then the humidifier, like, doesn't work. It's like, a, you know, it doesn't it doesn't make the air, um, um, you know, it doesn't put any any um, hydration into the uh, into the air. So it's like well, th- these. Th- so anyway, I saw the 16 bucks. So um, 
I think um, I'm going to go ahead and order me up those. Matter of fact, those will probably be in your mailbox in the uh, in the next week or so. So keep an eye out for those, and we can discuss that uh, on the uh, on the next podcast. So that was that was number two that I have my list, and so it's not something that I have, but something that I know I want to try just to see because I didn't like the form factor of the ones that they had previously. But now that I've seen these new ones that are you know coming in my various feeds, it's like oh my god, I I have to have this. Have to have it, have it, have to try it. Interesting, yeah. One thing we haven't touched on is software. And um... well, yeah. Before before we do that, because I want to cover one thing. Melissa. Okay, go for so, it. I have a super secret um, thing that I love that I've loved for twenty years, mm. and I have had I have had four of them. I'm down to two now, um, and I and I actually got to go at some point figure out this is gonna be my name. Go see if I can buy them again. Um, these are European plug adapters. Yes. Um, but they are not the standard because normally when you find them, they're sort of because if, if folks haven't traveled in Europe, most of the plugs are recessed into the wall. Mm-hmm. And so if you get a normal plug adapter, sometimes with the, the recess, if you have a larger you know, adapter or whatever happens to be, it doesn't fit. Um, these these plug adapters I'm showing right here, they're actually it's a cone um, yeah. and it, it fills the recess and then pushes it out. So you get you get more of a flush surface for it um, in it. And so it, it brings it out. So you don't, you, you take that recess away from it. And I, and, and they're just amazing. Let, let, let me see nice. it. Show it. So if you, if you look, so see. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then. All right. So that's, but that's, it'll, the it'll, it'll, that's also, the... it'll also convert grounded plugs to non-grounded because there aren't a lot of grounding over there as well. So yeah. So yeah. And yeah. I... So, so when I, the first trip that I made to South Africa, I brought my international chargers with me. Mm-hmm. So the, the South African connectors are completely different, like, yes. the, the, and they only work there. So you have to like yeah. get those, and if you don't, then you're you know you, you can't charge. And here's here's a funny story. So I did run into a situation where I didn't have the right thing yeah. to be able to charge my phone, yeah. um, to be able to plug into the into the wall. I forget what it was or yeah. where it was, but one of the hacks. So what do you do if you if you're trying to charge something that's USB powered? And uh, you don't have the proper connector to plug into the wall, convert, whatever it is. Do you have a hack for that? No. Oh, my God. No. You, you check the TV to see if the TV has a USB port. Because most oh. of the newer yeah. TVs will have a USB port. And oh. whatever it is that you're trying to charge, you can always plug it yeah. in off the... Now, it charges really slow. But if yeah. you want something that's going to charge overnight, you, you're in a pinch and you have nothing else you can do... There's always the, uh, the the TV charger. So that's a that's a that's another hack, if you would, um, f- f- if if you forget yeah. to hack something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look for a USB port. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, but I, I love these because they recess and like a lot of times you find the big bulky converters and they just don't fit into those holes half the time. You know, particularly the older plugs. So yeah, so I'm a big fan. So I'm sorry, Melissa, I interrupted you. Now. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Software. So software. Um... One of the things I've discovered more recently is this um, software for kind of background noise elimination. So um, right before kind of travel stopped, um, of course, when you're traveling, the business doesn't stop. So you still have to um, take your conference calls and video calls from mm-hmm. coffee shops and hallways of conference mm-hmm conferences and all that stuff so for me one of the things that's been clutch for that is the software called crisp with a k so k-r-i-s-p and it does a phenomenal job of eliminating all the background noise to where all they hear is your voice and it runs on your phone 
It will run on your laptop. laptop I don't yeah. know about your phone. I doubt so, it. So, okay, so if you're doing a, okay, so it, it runs. So while you do you're doing have to fire up the laptop call. for it, but um, okay. but it's still worthwhile to do so. Yeah, nice and crisp. Yep. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the 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 app that I have. So here's another pro tip for the folks that travel, especially if you travel internationally, right? So. Remember, remember the days where you know you got you know the um, uh, the TSA um, um, sticker on your on your tickets to say you were TSA pre pre approved mm-hmm. travel whatever, and it was like really cool because you didn't have to be in line with you know the other folks that were you know just going on like a you know their yearly trip to whatever and, and get stuck behind them and you know trying to go through security and all that stuff would be brutal. So you got the uh, the, the TSA pre. Um, and you had to go through, you know, the certification, fingerprinting, all of that stuff. And you, and you did it, right? And I forget how much it was in order to do it. But then everybody started doing it. So the lines for TSA pre were just as bad as the lines or worse. for the, in Vegas, the, they're in, in Vegas, they're, so, they're so, insane. So, so exactly. So you, you can't do anything with that. It's like, okay, so everybody's kind of figured that one out. But the international version of that is global entry, right? So mm-hmm. I know... Folks that have done, well, you know, when I, you know, come through customs or whatever, I don't want to stay in all these lines. I'm going to do the global entry thing. And so global entry has basically become like TSA pre, where for people, even if they don't travel a lot, they figure, well, all right, well, I'll just go and I'll get this. So, you know, I don't have to spend, you know, extra time standing in line. And so mm-hmm. now the lines for global entry versus the lines for regular, you know, customs and, you know, passport processing is basically the same. Mm-hmm. But there is an app called Mobile Passport. Do you guys know about this one, Mobile Pass? I do. Yes. But is yeah. It? Okay. yeah. Okay. Mobile Pass is the bomb. Mobile Pass is yeah. unbelievable, and I don't even like telling people about it because I'm afraid <laughs> that when more and more people realize that it takes, like, literally, there's no line. Like, I've used Mobile Pass every time I've come back into the uh, the Logan Airport, the airport here in Boston, um, internationally. I go through with with Mobile Pass. And I have never, like, literally, honestly, I've never had anybody stand in line in front of me. Usually it's just somebody there, and you go and you show them the, um, they, they scan the QR code that you get after you go through, you know, the list of questions mm-hmm. that you have, and you don't have to stand in line. And you look at the global entry site, and these are people that have paid, I don't know what they, they charge to do global entry. 200, 300. And, and they're standing in the same line that basically everybody Every else Every five is. years. Yep. But but the mobile pass, what's great about the mobile pass is they've done a horrible job of marketing it. Like you don't know that this <laughs> thing exists until you're standing in line and you see the one sign that says mobile passes over here. And there's like, you know, one it's one of those ones where they don't even have like the um, the rope lines where you have to kind of zigzag yep. and run the gauntlet. It's just a straight line because there is literally never anybody, never anybody in that in that line. So if you're trying to. Um, impress somebody right and and you're on the flight and you know you make a friend and you're talking to him it's like okay here's what you do when you land download this app right here get, you know enter in your passport information this will save you you know at least a half hour to more of your life because you don't have to stand in that line so yeah. that's a that's a great hack and again something that i don't like talking about because i'm fearful that more and more people are going to start to use it, and then I'm going to be stuck in line. So Well, now's a good time to say something, because it's not like a whole bunch of people are traveling, and they'll forget by the yeah, time they travel forget, yeah. again. Yeah. But it's a good time to kind of tie in that, that listener number. 
Yeah, so many, take a guess. Take so it, how many so people did we tell this so, this yeah, top yeah, secret so to? How many how many times <laughs> how many times has our podcast been downloaded since we launched it? So we've had thirty three episodes mm-hmm. and what's even so I like the thirty three number, but the number that's better is that at, at each episode we at least drink one bottle of wine. So, if we just do the math, I love how you revise this number every podcast. The, yeah, the it's different every the, podcast. The, no, it's Scott not. is not math. Yeah. So thirty-three, right? Podcasts, a bottle of wine minimally each means we are at the minimum, bare minimum of ninety-nine bottles of wine on the wall. Yes. Well, like if you told me at the We're beginning of the this, wall. if you told me at the beginning of this year that hey, you know what? You, Colin and Melissa, you guys are going to drink a hundred bottles of wine within the next year. I would have told you you're crazy. I would have told you, is that all Scott's going to drink? Uh, <laughs> all right, so yeah, yeah. we're probably closer to like maybe a hundred and fifty. And Scott, honest. there have been many nights where you're doing two. Trust me. Yes. So, and, and, yeah. No, so we have had twenty-seven hundred and seven downloads. That's an average of 82 downloads per episode. Thank you. Thank you. And and we've had over 250 in the last 30 days alone. Um, And guess what our biggest month was, by the way? I feel like this is a trap. Um trying to think. The biggest month. Trying to remember when we pushed it the most over um, yeah, Twitter we, and yeah, other... Our two Christmas episodes were, were poorly were poorly listened to, by the way. I'm just looking at the graph now. Oh, yeah. God. Um, I don't know. I'll say July. October, for some reason. I don't know. Really? Yeah, yeah, October, yeah, October, yeah. It, the, the, graph, the, uh, the graph steadily climbs up. It's very interesting. Um, and then it drops off after October. <laughs> so we got to get it back up there. Well, I mean, that makes sense because some people listen in order, right? So... Yeah, yeah. Around October, everybody saw a drop, from what yeah. I gather, oh, really? in, okay, yeah. in digital uh, mm-hmm. content okay. viewership. Oh. Um, well, that's, least, that's that's what my numbers are saying. What are your numbers? Uh, right. saying? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a pattern. Two data, our, two data points secrets. makes a pattern, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> my, my 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 numbers are saying that I know of professionally produced podcasts mm-hmm. that would kill. For twenty seven hundred yeah. uh, downloads, and over, and, yeah, and over thirty episodes, yeah. You will not not just per. I'm not talking, yeah. but I'm just saying for any of for the for the whole, yeah. you know, for all yeah. of them. Um, yeah, you yeah. Know, I, I checked keep, it last week and I was like, oh, we're, we're almost at twenty seven hundred. It was roughly past it. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We got 40, 40 people listened to us on New Year's Eve. <laughs> That's awesome. Some someone had a boring and lonely New Year's Eve. Yeah. Maybe maybe they were listening for wine suggestions. Yes, you never know. Sure. It, they could have had a very exciting yeah. New yeah. Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, I am shocked by that. I really am. Yeah. But almost all our viewers are from the U.S., so we have to we have to get, get international. Well, that's part of what we're doing today, right? Talking more about travel. Wine. More international. Yeah, more international. More international wine. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. So any other travel tips? We talked software. Do I have any software? Mobile Pass is going to be my other one too. I, I really love that. Oh, the, the one that I think it, it's sort of like, it's not a secret, but it's underutilized because I've, I've pulled it out in front of people who should know better and they've been blown away. The Google Translate app. Yes. With yeah. the oh my goodness, yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's amazing. If, if, you, if you have it, so the Google Translate app, it used to be you could type it in 
um, and it would translate it for you. They now have, for a couple of years now, or five years now, they've had a feature where it'll scan from your camera and it will do an augmented reality where it will show you, like you put it over the menu, it'll show you the picture of the menu, but yes, it will substitute English. the English text yes. over the Italian text, the French text, whatever it happens to be. It's mind blowing. It's like the perfect use of AR. Yes. Yeah. My, my last trip to Asia Pacific, that was amazing because yeah. um, I had no idea what I was looking at or what I was trying to eat. So yeah. <laughs> well, it, the, the menu didn't have pictures in it. No. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the, it, was a, the, it was a classy Asian restaurant then. Yes. <laughs> the, the the Google Translate app is like the game changer as far as yeah. traveling traveling internationally, especially mm-hmm. if you're going to an area where, you know, no one really speaks, you know, mm-hmm. English. And I'm unlike Colin. I don't speak four languages. How many languages are you up to now, Melissa? I know you were learning Chinese. Was it Chinese? Uh, Chinese isn't going so well, man. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Can you um, can you can you order wine in Chinese? I can order wine in Spanish and Hebrew. That's okay. about it. All right. Well, okay. So we'll say you know, we'll give you two or so two plus languages. How about that? I speak one, and I don't even really speak that one all that well. So you know the the Google the Google Translate, and I remember the day it saved my bacon, man. Oh, it was I was in Brazil. And I wanted to go run the park in Brazil, and it was um, and everybody in Rio saying, or in um, Sao Paulo. Uh, uh, Sao, Sao Paulo. Paulo. Uh, Sao Paulo. Trying to, yeah. Trying to remember the the I name the of the park. park. The park. It's I, the I equivalent think it of Central Park. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, absolutely amazing. It was one of the greatest places I've I've ever run in my life. It was just so phenomenal, so fun. Um, but I I was by myself, and so. You know, I was able to get, you know, a ride from the hotel and it was about it was probably like maybe five or six miles, which means it's a, basically an hour ride in, in the uh, in the cab uh, to get to the uh, to the park. And then I was at the park and then I needed to get to the park back to the um, to the hotel. And I and I, you know, I use the uh, the Uber app. And so, you know, the Uber because Uber is actually believe it or not, Uber is safer than a cab when you're traveling internationally because you know the they, they they know who the uber driver is they can track you on that it's much safer than you know somebody rolling in because you don't know what's a taxi what's not a taxi it could be just some guy in a vest and his you know mom's nova picking you up saying hey let's go and then you know <laughs> for, for what it's what, worth what, scott is what, supposed to have a, a driver in brazil that has a bulletproof car that drives him around, but he's a rebel and uses the Uber app. So that, so the, you, that, right, yeah, yeah, no go. I get it. Right, right. Bad branding. I, I get, I get that. But what, so Nova's a bad example of whatever, right? Whatever the car is. And, you know, the, so the, uh, the Uber driver picks me up and he starts asking me questions. And it's like, you know, I, I, you know, no hobbly. I don't speak, right? Whatever. And he's like, no, no, no. And we could not communicate. And so I was like, oh, shit. And I took out the uh, my phone and I did the Google Translate. And whatever the conversation was, and I don't remember it, but we were going back and forth. And he was, like, confused about where I wanted to get dropped off for some reason, which I don't understand. And it was like, oh, my God, because it was dark. I was by myself. I would, like, if he, like... Literally, if he dropped me off, I would have like no idea where I was because it was just like in the middle of nowhere as far as, you know, some point between, you know, where the park was and the park was kind of sketchy at that time at night, you know, trying to get back to the uh, to the hotel. So, yeah, the uh, the Google Translate 
did save my bacon. And Melissa's absolutely right because you know when when you go to like those areas like you know Brazil in particular, you know for the company that I work for, they're very security conscious. And what they'll tell you is that if you're traveling in these areas, we don't want you using any taxis, any Ubers. We want you to go through our security company to have them book the you know the um, the, the the cab or the limo or whatever it is to get you from the airport to the hotel or from the hotel to the you know the customer meeting or whatever it is. But they want you to use their service, and the service is this full on you know just James Bond bulletproof car. It doesn't look like anything else. It's like. Oh Two my God! Thick windows like and so, legit. so if you wanna if you wanna put a sign on on your around your neck that says, "Hey, I'm not from around here," you should totally jack me, right? <laughs> you roll into a hotel, and yes. you, have, you have one of these guys <laughs> drop you off because it's like it's just like a you know a, a red light beacon of oh my God, he doesn't know where he is, he doesn't speak the language, there's nobody here for him, he's all by himself. We're going to rob them. Right? Yeah, and, and like, the food oh. and, like, going out and experiencing the culture doesn't happen in that vehicle, by the way. <laughs> no, that is that is, abso- that yeah. is absolutely true. And, and you know, I stumbled these... home from the bar in Rio at 4 a.m. on, on, on foot, you know. <laughs> that, that may have been me no. at one point, too. <laughs> 4 a.m.? I love Rio. I freaking love Rio. Yeah. <laughs> I love Brazil. I love Brazil so much. Yeah, actually, so by the way, so speaking of, let's, let's bring it back to the wine. Um, well, I, I, I love Brazil. Brazil has plenty of things to love for the great weather, great beaches, um, at least in Rio. Um, uh, Copacabana. I, Copacabana. Yeah, well, There's no, 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 no better experience in the world than to sit at one of the little, you know, um, I don't even know what they call them, but the little bar areas that are like yeah. right on the mm-hmm. beach. And there's like a hundred of them on the uh, Copacabana beach and just sit there and just like watch. I mean, you want to like watch something that will like blow your mind, and and it's like everything. It's just it's it's from uh, Scott. You like, know, Colin talk. No, that's fine. No, no, it just it just reminded me of something. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna do a divergent about the Copacabana Beach because like it just reminded me of something I've forgotten about. Um, so the the concierge at the at the uh, JW Marriott um on, the, on Copacabana Beach was like yes um, been there uh, been, yes um asking him you know I was like oh should we go to Ipanema Beach which is you know the, you know down around where we go to Beach and he's like and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna confuse it but I think he said he said Ipanema he said you want to go to Copacabana Beach he said Ipanema Beach the girls are girlfriend hot. Copacabana Beach, they are model hot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it applies what, true for the men. What about applies, the guys? It applies equally for the men, too. Yes, exactly. Okay, yes, good. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, in, their, in their sanghas, yes. Right, yeah. Lovely. Um, but I say, the thing, the thing about, like, you get great food, you get all the great Brazilian food, you know, you know yeah, go to the churrascheria once, but, you know, but there's plenty of other great food there. Uh, but you also get great wine in Brazil because they're so close to Argentina. Um, yes, you get a lot of great Argentinian wine and Chilean wine there. It's yeah, it was it was a great wine experience. Um, in addition to everything else, yeah. I think and Brazil it's, it's, is the thing I miss traveling to the most. Like the country I miss traveling to the most right now is Brazil. Brazil is a lot of fun, and 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 for the bottle of wine, it's like what four or five dollars. Exactly, it's cheap. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's really good. It's and, really good. And cheap the wine. Yeah. fruit yeah. and the food, yeah. like yes. everything, is just so high quality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do you guys still have your? Um, so, if you're traveling to Brazil, you need to get a visa, which requires a stamp and your passport, um, and it's usually good for two years, I think, minimum. Um, uh, yeah. Ten depends on the visa. 
The business yeah. visa is good for 10. Yeah, 10 a.m. Yeah. Tourist is good for two. Yeah. But they, they simplified but, the visa process. You don't actually have to go to, yeah, so you can apply online. You don't have to go through the consulate oh, nice. and all of that oh. stuff. Yeah. So they've, you can basically, you don't have to physically go to, so in the past, to get a visa, you had to physically go to a location, the consulate, whatever it was, and go through all, so it was a day. Right. If you want to go to, to it, Brazil, it's called tra it's called Travisa, Scott. They take care of it for you. For yeah, well, Travisa <laughs> took care of it for me. I didn't exactly, go yes. anywhere. But, I just so, but, sent but, I haven't been to an embassy but that's, in but years. That's, exactly. But yes, that's yeah. so, so. You're absolutely right. But that's if you know. Hey, in six weeks, I'm going to go to Brazil, so I have to get my visa. But what if you're in the situation? Oh, next week you've been asked to go to Brazil, which happens all the time, right? It's like. Yep. Like you can't, you <laughs> actually physically have to go to the consulate and go through all that, but they don't I've require been, that. I've been, I've been in those meetings where, like, okay, who has a Brazilian visa? Can go to Brazil next week. Yeah, exactly. It's it's <laughs> it's then the opportunity for the people that are smart enough to possess a Brazilian visa. Yes, yes. Like, I would raise my hand and be like, "Listen, I'm you going. You better exactly. debrief me." Like, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, travel trip. By the way, not tech related, but Travisa or other services like them. They're not cheap, but depending on where you live, if you need to get a visa for, um, you know, a wide variety of countries, Brazil, Russia, China, um, uh, Nigeria, I got one from Nigeria two years ago through them quickly, um, you need to, uh, they'll take a handle off for you, you know, um, they'll, 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 you fill out the app, they'll take it, they'll submit it, they'll get it back to you. Usual turnaround is about two weeks. Yeah. Not cheap, but totally worth it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah they, um, and they, they did. They did an amazing job on my Nigerian visa. Uh, I don't know what I paid for it. So um, my brother got married in Nigeria to a Nigerian woman two years ago. He happened to like he told me the wedding was happening like less than a month away. He's like, oh, I'd like you to come. Like, you know, he was he was home here for Christmas and got married in February. And it's like he was talking about the wedding, but like hadn't set a date in like, you know, middle of January. He says, OK, it's February. Like. And so I'm panicking and like looking at the requirements and it's and it was complicated. It was like, oh, you do this or you have to do that. It was really hard from looking at the the embassy's website. I was like, Travisa, just handle it. Here's here's several hundred dollars. Go make it happen for me. And they got it back to me within a week, which was insane, which was fantastic. I, I paid the rush fee for it, but it was fantastic. Yeah. Wow. So I have a couple of hacks here. So okay. um, I, I, I have so I have I have three travel hacks that I that I always do because we're talking about passports and mm -hmm. visa. My first one is to always have a, a a recent well just not recent but have a picture of your passport mm -hmm. in on your on your phone. Phone, yeah. Right, because mm -hmm. because what ends inevitably what's going first off, God forbid you ever lose it, you forget it, whatever it is, and I'm always so paranoid about losing that document. So it's like one of the things that like mm -hmm. I completely obsess about is making sure I know where the document is at all times. But it's like so when you have to go in, you have to go through customs, you have to check into a hotel, you have to do whatever, they're always going to ask you or most likely going to ask you internationally at least you know, what's your passport number? And so if you, you yep. don't have to take the physical document mm -hmm. out, you keep it where it is, then there's less movement and you just pull it up on your phone and you can look at it. So that's that's hack number one is always make sure you have a picture of your passport and all of your travel-related documents. So if you lose the physical documents, at least you know what the mm -hmm. numbers and codes and, and um, you know, all of all of those things are. So that's um, that that's hack number one. Hack number two, because we're talking about phones is whenever you, so when you travel a lot one of the challenges that you have is that you're in different hotel rooms 
and you go in and you get your key and you check in and you go do whatever it is that you got to do. And then the first thing you want to do is you want to get out of that room because you're going out to dinner. You're going to go for a run. You're going to do whatever it is. And then you inevitably forget what room you have. And the keys obviously don't have room numbers on them. And there's nothing more embarrassing when, you know, you're coming in. Let's just say it's late at late. Night. Yeah. Maybe. Early it's in the late. morning. Yes. It's, it's late at night. And you're like, I have no idea. I know. I think it was like the seventh floor mm -hmm. but i don't know and it's like the walk of shame to have to go up to the um to the um to the desk and be like hi i'm staying at the hotel here's who i am here's my name here's everything i don't remember what room i'm in right so so the point being is always take a picture of the room number right just put it on your camera take a picture of it because you think you're going to remember it you're absolutely not going to remember it. and then also i don't drive to the airport anymore but back when i used to drive to the airport that was the other thing is i would always take a picture of wherever the location yep. was the because yeah. um yeah so you would uh you would never you would never remember and by the way i've actually lost keys on a trip uh, while I was traveling, when I had drove, and this is where I swore off I would never drive to the airport again, where I actually lost the keys to my car that was parked at the airport, and I had to actually take an Uber home from the airport. But this was back in the days where the airport didn't allow Uber to come into the airport. So I literally came off of, I don't know, it was probably like a week-long trip. I had to pack up all of my shit, and I had to walk half a mile. It was more than that. It was like a mile to a hotel that was down the street from Logan Airport. It's actually the Hilton in Logan yes. so that they can pick me up so that I could go home and retrieve the key so they could come back the next day and get the car. So I've anyway, done that walk. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Any shuttle. anytime. There's a shuttle. There's a shuttle. Well, listen, you know, it's like whatever. You just you're just so frustrated because it's like, how the hell am I gonna get home? So that's mm -hmm. That's hack number two. Take a picture of whatever it is yeah. you think you're going to remember, you're not going to remember. So take a picture of it. And then yes. hack number three, and we discussed this, is the uh, the Google DNS server, 8.8.8.8. Because if you're on you know, JetBlue and you're trying to log into the Wi-Fi on JetBlue and you pull it up and nothing happens and, and whatever it is, and you just want to get to a DNS server that will load the page so that you can get to the login so you enter your frequent flyer and your email, oh, and whatever the crap is that you want. The 8.8.8.8 will, will work on the flight. And it also works in the hotels because you've all had the situation where you've gone in, you fired up your laptop, you come in, and it's like, okay, I want to log in. Here's my room number. Here's my last name. And it, it won't get to the page where it lets you log in. It just says, you know, you get a 404 error or whatever it is. No, it's it a 10.0. It. Dot, oh, dot. What, what <laughs> but, but, yeah, for I got that figured out. But, yeah, um, also pro tip, don't fly JetBlue. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, yeah. So by the way, my I have, I have the same one, but for me it's Word, Scott, because I I mean, and again, eight 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 is fine, but I use captive.apple.com because I'm an Apple guy. Um, yeah, nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not allowed to use that one. I go eight dot eight dot eight dot eight. I think it's in my contract. I don't know. Um, maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. So those those are those are uh, those are my hacks. The other thing I had on my list is a. You still a, have more. I do. I do. I mean, I was like, oh, my God, all the shit that I used to do when I would travel. The other thing that I had is I had a thing so that on my laptop I could cover up the camera on the laptop. Yes. Because, because you know, oh, shit, you have to do a call, whatever it is. And it's like, you know, you don't want people, A, you don't want people to see, you know, 
the room that you're in because it's probably let's just say cluttered and disorganized well even if it's not like it's awkward for people to see a bed in the background like it's just awkward yeah what's what's even more awkward is if you're not appropriately dressed for whatever the call is and it's like you're or or you're in the process more likely and when i say inappropriately dressed hotel running gear on yeah okay yeah so anyway so the the uh the 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 thing that covers up the um uh, the camera on your laptop that's the other thing that i would always make sure that was you know stuck to the um, to the device yeah well sometimes i actually yeah, what i've been really using too i've been using the zoom backgrounds for hotel rooms those are the pro tip for mine is use the zoom backgrounds that's yes like, i don't use them at home but i use them for hotel rooms like yeah, because again you hide the bed because the problem is when you're in a hotel room the desk is generally in view of the bed, you know, from behind yep. it. And so you, you're stuck with it, you know, and even if it, even if the bed is made, you know, it's so weird. Bed, it's, it's so yeah. weird. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Use the zoom backgrounds. Yep. Yep. So we're kind of yes. up on it. Eh? Who's next? So I am up next. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And I, so so the so the, the the technology discussion is locked and loaded. I know what I want to talk about, so I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. wavering on that. I am wavering on the wine selection because I, I I'm kind of down with the the Tuscan Super Tuscan, but mm-hmm. you guys are kind of already drinking that, so I don't. No 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 no. No no I can I can pick something different than what yeah. I had tonight. Yeah. There are a lot of wines coming out of Tuscany. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> All right, so let's do well. I feel because the other the other option I had, and I should probably save it. I'll save it for the next time. But I'll say so. I was going to do um, the Trader Joe's. <gasps> no. 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 Is is that a no? Not as the a, ten buck chuck. No. Ten buck. It's three buck chuck. <laughs> oh goodness! Buck. Whatever it is, like two buck, right. three buck, whatever it is now, like no. All right. All right. I'm so this right now. okay, no. would be. You know what? I'm gonna we're gonna get tequila infused uh, white wine. Oh God, next, no. Okay, fine. No. But no Russian roulette <laughs> on wine that is the Trader Joe's right. two or three buck chuck, whatever. It so is we now. we we are gonna do a. Do we want to do a Tuscan or a Super Tuscan? Because we know what the difference is. A Super Tuscan has uh, grapes from France mixed into it, yeah. versus a Tuscan, which is pure Italian. I think we do Tuscan. Tuscan. Right. It's Let's do your a Tuscan. Show. Yeah, Please okay. Choose. We're we're gonna do we're gonna do we're gonna do a Tuscan um, wine selection, and then for the technology topic, we're not gonna talk about things. We're gonna talk about people, and the discussion Ooh. is gonna be around tech mentors that you've had in the past, and you do not need to name the mentor. But just some stories around people that you had, um, had, had people who had you had worked with in the past that have influenced you, um, and have you know a, a story around you know where, why, how. I mean, I have many of those. I mean, probably that's that's probably a three-hour podcast of just me going through the uh, the, the the list of people. But it's interesting because the three of us. You know, we've worked together, so we have, you know, um, knowledge of folks yeah. that we've worked with. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see, you know, who we have in common and as well as other people that, you know, yeah. come from, you know, different parts of, you know, each of 
each person's um, career. So I thought it would be good to talk about just people that you, and when I say mentor, it's not somebody like you'd sit down and, okay, you're going to mentor me. So what should I do? Well, you should do this. People that have just kind of inspired you, influenced you, changed the way you think about things. Um, I think that would be a good discussion. And again, because, you know, I don't know if we want to name people or not name people. Um, um, we don't have to bring up the names, but it's more of just who the person was and kind of the background around the story for you know, why they were able to uh, influence you and in, 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 in how that happened. Holy cow. I cringe well, so hard, but I'm in. Are you? Yes. <laughs> okay. I, don't know, I, I can think of many, and I, th- I think Scott and I are going to have an argument next week. Woohoo! <laughs> Let's do it. I know. I know that there are there. There's a name that's going to come up on your side, yes. and there's going to be a name that's <laughs> going to come up on my side. side. Yes. And I respect. I respect the name <laughs> yes. that you're going to bring up, and I know you respect the name that I'm going to. I'm going to yeah. bring and up. No, I say, so. say actually, yeah, and, and, and yeah. I mean, actually, I'm, I'm just going to. Yeah, I mean, you you know, I wrote down um, when I went to Pure. I wrote down for my team. I wrote down a list oh. of 33 lessons I learned. You know, and, and wrote a blog post about it. And literally, you know, they're a mix of things. I've learned from your guy, my guy, our mutual guy, and a bunch of other people as well. Yeah. Hey, so I'll, I'll tell you this: I had a I had an interview with a candidate before the holidays, and it was actually a, a, a panel interview, and so there were a number of folks and going through questions, and and you know I'm like, okay, and, and I you know a solid candidate, I won't say more than that, and I'm like, okay, I, I want to ask a, a real thoughtful question because I want. I, kind of an, an interesting individual because of just the experiences in the backgrounds. And it was like, so do they like doing this? Do they like doing this? It was kind of hard because it's just so smart, so solid, but it was like, how's this person wired? And I stole your question. You know what the question is, right? You only have one app. You have <laughs> yes. Excel, mm-hmm. Word, or PowerPoint. What's the app? Mm-hmm. And like, everybody was like, oh my God, oh that my is God. the most amazing question what's your answer (laughs) i won't say i won't say what the answer was but but the the individual absolutely nailed it nailed it because it was totally what i wanted to hear i shouldn't be saying it it depends on the person you should tell me your answer not their answer my answer yes my answer is easy my answer is powerpoint one thousand percent oh okay one thousand percent okay not excel not word So you know what? Let's, so let's so let's table this for the next one, right? Because okay. then we'll talk about we'll we'll talk about this because because we're gonna the, fight. No, because how you answer that and Colin Colin took me through his logic for why he asked that question. And if you said Excel, this means you're wired this way. If you say Word, you're wired this way. And if you say PowerPoint, you're wired this way. And that's where I stole it from. But I'll tell you, I stole his question and I asked it. And like people are like t- texting me that, that are on the interview. Like, that's the best question. Where did you get it from? I was like, ah, I came up with it. <laughs> totally stole it. Oh, hopefully man. They're not, hopefully so, they're not one of the 2,700 downloaders. Please, yet. you got to tell me right now, our Word people sociopaths 
that's a, that's a that's a question for Colin. Yeah. That's my masking. No, just no. It's just, it's just, again, the, the the full question is, you know, if you, if you, to do your job, if you only have one Microsoft application, what would it be, right? Because it's, mm -hmm. it's from it's from the Microsoft apps, right? You go, yeah, and and it, and it forces you to think about what you know makes people prioritize what's important and how do they communicate and how do they do their job, right? Mm -hmm. And people who are quantitative and highly logical generally choose Excel. So if you're looking for someone in that space, you know, Excel is a good answer. If you're looking for someone who's a communicator, generally they fall into the PowerPoint bucket, right? They, they want to tell a story, they're going to build things, going to assemble things, right? If you are looking for people who are much more detail-oriented, thorough, et cetera, they pick words. So they're not quite sociopaths, I think, you know, but they're, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I had to. Yeah, yeah. So, so again, I will tell you this. I, I asked that question, and, and the 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 the, um, the candidate did a did a really marvelous job with with the answer. I was actually surprised by by the answer, um, but but the bigger the bigger surprise was the reaction from the, the was other it three panelists? or four yeah. from from the other. They they were like, "Oh my God, that's a great question. Where'd you get from?" And I totally snubbed you. I was like, "Oh, you know." <laughs> What a jerk. It was probably people yes. who knew me too, right? I did that. <laughs> you know what? Yes. As a matter of fact, yes. That's evil. Uh, yeah, they, they all knew you, as a matter of fact. They totally <laughs> stole it. <laughs> hey, it's not like I stole a shirt or anything. It was just a oh, question yeah, for yeah. Christ's sake. Or cufflinks or whatever. <laughs> cufflinks, whatever. Just IP. No big deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> hey, you know. Hey, I came clean here. We've got 2,700 people versus three people that would know the origin of that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that, okay. that counts for something. <laughs> so next week we are doing we are doing Tuscan wine and we are doing, you know, people, people, people who people who taught us things. Right. In, yes. In tech, yes. In tech, mentors, mentor, mentors, educators, etc. I support that. OK, cool. Um, Excellent. Excellent. Ninety nine. Well, so this is ninety nine bottles of wine. Next week will be we'll break the one hundred mark. So I'll again, work. if we were I'll if we were only drinking one a week, yes, we would it, right, Scott? But I think yes, it's fine. Yeah, but this this has been a one bottle night. Um, no, so again, thank thank you all all twenty seven hundred of you. No, I guess I know I'm counting many of you twice or multiple times. Um, but um, you know, again, the eighty two of you who download every single episode. Uh, that's, uh, let's see if we get it to a hundred. No, uh, but we really thank you. Um, we enjoy doing this for you. We enjoy spending time, and and you know, it's the highlight of my week. So thank you everybody very much, and I'll let my co-host send it up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely the highlight of the week, no doubt about it. Uh, peace out, everybody. See you next peace time. Out.